The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. We know that Reb Chaim Kanievsky is somebody who knows Kalatai Rekula. Every single year on Erev Pesach, he makes a very highly celebrated siyam, not just on one Mesechta, not just on one Seder, not just on Talmud Babli, not just on Talmud Yerushalmi, not just on Sifra, Sifri, Taisefta, Tairus Kayanim, everything. He's Messiah, Kala Tairakula, Dal Chagesh with all the Mefarshim. He learns Kala Tairakula every single year. And he has an exact daily regimen of how he has to learn in order to accomplish this. You can imagine, you know, Dafyaimi is very rigorous, for myself at least. Imagine learning seven and a half blot a day of Babli. I don't know how many blot a day of Yerushalmi, how many blot a day of Medrash Rabbah, of all the Medrashim, all the Mefarshim, all the Paiskim. I mean, I don't know how you do it. And he still has time to respond to letters that people write him with Shilas. He has time to be involved in, in Tzarchei Tzivar. Every tzedakah comes to him for, for advice and for guidance and for his askama, so many great stories abound about how generous he is with his time and with, his, with whatever he has he gives to Klal Yisrael and he writes many svarim his svarim are absolutely phenomenal he has svarim many of us are familiar with some of his svarim but there's svarim that he comes out with there's a, like an entire Mishnabura on, on halachas of Zraim Nagea Tzedakah, Nagea Shvias, and Peya, Bikurim, all these halachas that are Nagea to, to the land. He has like a, a multi volume set. Somebody has it up there, I think it's about six, seven volumes. It's like a Mishnabura. He has the Ram on the top, and then he has his like Mishnabura commentary on the side, which is called Darach Hamunah, and then he has Biurim. A brilliant, brilliant work. In Eretz Yisrael, it's a standard work because there you really have to know about the Mitzvah Satsulius Baritz. Then he has a brilliant sefer called Time of the Crop. It's very, very sh- short, sharp, Veretlach on Tanakh in the style of the Gra. Yeah, he finds ways to see the Torah Shabbal Peh near Mazna Torah in the most brilliant ways. Mamish Again, Avilna Gain, Bezer Ampin. And then he has many other svarim. He has Arachas Yaisher, which we learn very often after davening around my table. A Musar Sefer that he, that he put out that's extremely popular. One Sefer. Now, when does he have time to write these svarim? He's so busy every day, as I described before, with his daily regiment of learning. The answer is he writes these svarim every Ibriyar. Because on an Ibriyar, like we are in this, this year... You have an extra month of Adar, so you have some, a little bit extra time, quote-unquote, to be able to write. And that's when he puts out his svarim. Now, one of his svarim is a kuntras, a smaller sefer, and it's called Karne Chagavim. And it's a sefer which basically goes into the details of the Simone Taira of grasshoppers, Chagavim. And again, it's whatever he puts out as an instant classic, and it's the authoritative 
work on whatever he sets his mind on. And there was a certain type of grasshopper. As he was learning with his chavrusa, he said, and there's different versions of the story. I'm going to tell you the one that I like the best. Um, he was learning with his chavrusa, and there was a certain type of grasshopper that lives in the Amazon jungle, which is pretty far from Eretz Yisrael. And they needed to see this particular min of grasshopper to check out the simonim. Because it was an unusual breed of grasshopper that wasn't the standard fare, and he wanted to make sure that he encompasses all of the different types of minim of chagavim. And somebody told them that in a, in a local, semi-local university, they have that grasshopper, um, and if they want, they could go and see it. They're not going to bring that grasshopper to Chaim, but... You know, they could go to that. You know, I can't really imagine seeing a Chaim Kanyevsky walking into a university, but um, except for Lander College. But um, you know, but this is what uh, this is what uh, uh, they were declaring. Uh, maybe a few microseconds about you know, should we go there to check it out? Nah, no, it's bitul tire. Let's not. By the time we get there and this and see, no. Anyway, they were sitting. This is how the story goes. They're sitting, while they were discussing this, they were sitting by an open window in B'nai Brak, on a second floor in his study in B'nai Brak. On top of, on the desk, between their two sarim, this grasshopper from the Amazon jungle jumps with just enough time for them to like look at it, check it out, see the simonim, and then it jumps out. Then the story goes that they realized that there was some part of the anatomy that they didn't check out properly. We lost, we lost an opportunity of a lifetime. The grasshopper jumps back in from the outside and, and they have a chance to see that simon and then, they, and then the grasshopper leaves again. Now a lot of people in this room are probably saying, I don't believe it. You know, tell me one more. You know, i got a bridge to sell you. Reb Chaim Kreisworth, who was the chief rabbi of Antwerp, who was known to be one of the Gaine Hadar, was a brilliant, brilliant man. He was the Roshiva of uh, Merkaz HaTerah and Eretz Yisrael and, and other maestas in uh, throughout Eretz Yisrael and, and in Belgium, of course. Um, he once visited Reb Chaim Kanievsky, and he said to Reb Chaim Kanievsky, "They're telling maestim about you, which I don't necessarily believe." He said, "Like what?" So he says, "You know that story about the grasshopper that jumped in from the Amazon onto your onto your table, and uh, can we like uh, you know shatter that myth once and for all?" Let, let's. Let's get that one off the table. Tell me that that's a Baba Maisa. So Chaim says, no, it's, it's a thousand percent true. So he said, that's true? Uh, 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 you mean to tell me a, a grasshopper that lives in the Amazon, wherever the Amazon is in the world, I don't even know where it is, but it's, it managed to get, I know it's online, I don't know where it is in the world though, it managed to, it managed to jump on top of your desk when you were looking for that grasshopper, learning the sugya about that grasshopper, jumped on your desk. He says, yes. 
and he says to Reb Chaim Kreisberg, he says, and by the way, Reb Chaim, I'm very surprised at you that you don't believe it. He says, because whoever learns Tyre Lushma is Zeichel Dvarim Harbin. He says, I'm learning Tyre Lushma, there's no reason in the world why it shouldn't happen. It's a Chiddush that it, that it wouldn't happen to more people. Why, why shouldn't it happen? If you believe that everything in the world is Zakuk to Tyra, then of course it could happen, and it, and it did happen. I heard a, a, an addition to this story that they were building a, an extension. I think the son maybe had a, a, an apartment next door to Chaim's, and they, had to, they wanted to break down a wall to, to make the two apartments able to combine and they started breaking down the wall and Chaim got very nervous all of a sudden he thought that it might be that that wall was the wall of that miracle like he called it the miracle of the Chagavim and that he didn't want to take down that wall that wall should stay in place because that's the wall that that miracle happened in and he wanted that that should stay as a Zikari Enjoyed this story? Come again Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.